0: And we're live. Thank you guys for coming again this week. I figure this week we would um, we'd go through the Bible storybook again a little bit. So I've been going through a number of different books on the podcast. And I'm kind of just jumping from one to the other, trying to find one that I really like, that I really want to just go through start to finish, right? And a couple of them are designed to, um, like, as far as Jehovah's Witness literature goes, a couple of their books are designed to uh, kind of instruct newcomers in, um, you know, in Jehovah's Witness doctrine, basically. But that means they're really dry. Some of them are really dry. Uh, And some of them are really, really groundbreaking and crazy books, but it only means something if you understand why they're so crazy. So, with Jehovah's Witnesses, there's a lot of underlying information that comes with the religion, underlying history, underlying background with them. And when they say something like we allow blood platelet or blood uh, derivatives or something like that, it seems dry to the outsider, to the person who hasn't really been involved, because who cares? Fine. They allow people to take medicine that's derived from blood. But when you realize the history that they have behind the whole blood thing, it becomes a much bigger deal. So, the Revelation book is really, really fascinating to me, but I don't know that it's fascinating to many others, because they aren't really uh, in well as well-informed about their history as I am. Um, the Bible Teach book, the What Does the Bible Really Teach book, it's not as interesting, I don't think. It's more just teaching people the doctrine, right? But the Bible story book is really interesting to me, I think, because... It kind of talks about all of these Bible stories from a Jehovah's Witnesses perspective, and it's designed to hold the attention of everybody. So, um, yeah, so I, I'm kind of a big fan of reading the Bible story book, And, of course, reading it just brings back these memories still. But something I wanted to talk about. So, a while back, I released a... Um, A video where I was talking about my mom and how she was failing me as a mother and so on and so forth by shunning me right and she's blaming it on me she's saying that it's my fault Um, and so I, I made this video about my interactions with her because she came to West Virginia where I live to see my daughter and she wanted me to bring my daughter to her at her friend's house to stay with her for the day while I was at work. Now, I have no real issue with that, except for the fact that I need to be super extra sure that my mom is not going to hesitate to contact me if there's an issue. I don't want to worry if my mom is going to uh call me if they get in a car accident or something or if she's just going to be short with me and and not communicate with me at all or, or as little as possible. You know if there's an issue I want to be super sure that my mom has no issue calling me up and explaining what happened and talking to me and and coordinating with me and so on right. So I told my mom at the time you have to you have to text me while you're while she's with you. You have to talk to me. I will not put up with you shunning me while you have my daughter in your custody so um middle middle middle, my mom you know didn't text and then she did text and then finally she was like, "You know what i." I love you so much. I'm sorry. I've been acting like this. I want to be in your life and I want to talk to you. And she talked to me all that day. And it was great. It was like I I had almost had an opportunity to get a mother back to re to regain my mother. But the very next day after that, it was right back to the old stuff. She said she can't talk to me. And uh, you know, just all of that stupid garbage. So, it, I don't know. It's like a roller coaster. And I told her that I didn't want to hear from her ever again until she was ready to be a mother. Till she's ready to act like a mother, right? I don't think that's unreasonable. I'm just sick of this emotional roller coaster with my mom. Um, it seems pretty straightforward to me. But, anyway, so. So, Kylie was... I ended up sending Kylie with my mom, and she was staying at her friend's house, right? Her name's... I'm gonna use a fake name. Her name is Martha, or whatever. So, Kylie was staying with this woman, Martha, and my mom. My mom and Martha are both in their, like, I don't know, 60s or something. Late 50s, mid-60s, maybe. Anyway, Uh, so, Martha... Uh, decides to like so. This was what when my mom came to West Virginia. This was months ago, right? This was probably what four months ago or something when she came. Um, well, just the other day, Martha shows up at um, Kylie's grandma's house just out of the blue. It was on a Saturday afternoon. And it was a Saturday afternoon. Now, think about that. What is the average Jehovah's Witness doing on a Saturday afternoon? They are knocking on doors, usually. So, that's what Martha was doing. She decided to... uh, Actually, what had happened was Kylie had forgotten a couple things at Martha's house. And she finally got around to... Bringing them over to Sue's. That's totally cool. I really appreciate her bringing Kylie's stuff back. Although she could have just called me and had me pick it up. But Martha is a Jehovah's Witness. Doesn't want anything to do with me, of course. So she'd rather deal with a worldly person than me. So she just brought the stuff over to uh, Kylie's grandma's house. And while she was there, she took the opportunity to place a book with her. She gave her a Jehovah's Witness book. That was so nice of her, right? Um I don't remember what the book was called now, but it 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 wasn't one that I'd ever seen. The Jehovah's Witness book. It was reasonably new. It was a newer one. And I don't think it was like the new version of the Bible story book. It was some some other type. But um yeah, I don't know. One of these days maybe I'll pull that one out, but Kylie's grandma was kind of reading through it. She's like ultra religious. She's like a super religious person, and she's just in love with God. So, <laughs> anyways, um, she was reading this book, and she was like, "I don't, I don't see many Bible verses in this book." I mean, it, it, if you think about it, it's like this Bible story book here. There are a few Bible verses here and there, like uh, this is on page seven, I think. Yeah, page seven, and there are like one two, three, maybe three Bible verses at the bottom, four. But by and large, there really are not many um, Bible verses. I mean, they're not quoting them and citing their references or whatever. Um, And the other book is pretty similar. There just really are not that many Bible verses to be found. And and Kylie's grandma kind of took issue with that. But... She didn't take issue with the fact that the name Jehovah is all through it. And that bothered me a little bit, because Jehovah is just flat out the wrong, the incorrect name. The Bible does not list Jehovah as God's name. It's made up. J's did not exist until like 400 years ago. Um, of course, when you think about it, Jesus isn't the correct name either. It's Yeshua, I think. Um, don't quote me on that. But J's didn't exist until 400 years ago, and here we have Jehovah's Witnesses just writing this thing into the ground, just arguing to the death that God's name is Jehovah, and that, um, well, here's their real argument. Here's Jehovah's Witnesses' real argument. <clears throat> At this point, they accept that the Tetragrammaton, the four letters that represent God's name in the Bible, they accept that they're YHWH. Um, but they say that Jesus is an American or a uh, Western translation of, of his name, of Jesus' name. It's actually Yeshua. So why wouldn't we use a Westernized translation of God's name? It's Yahweh in the Bible, but we use Jehovah because that's the modern-day Western translation. That's their argument. That's Jehovah's Witnesses' argument. That was not their argument originally. They have changed it throughout the years. Um, At this point, it kind of feels like they're making up any uh, any excuse they can to use that incorrect name. I just think it's really interesting. They have a lot of incorrect things about their beliefs that, that they just kind of overlook. Anyway. So, yeah, uh, I'll tell you what. Why don't we just take a quick look at this? Uh, This story is A Brave Man, is what it's entitled. Last time, we actually left off on A Good Son and A Bad One. It's kind of the story of Cain and Abel, right? And actually, before we move on to A Brave Man, um, let me just take a quick glance at the very end of this, uh, this Cain and Abel story. So it says... So Cain says to Abel, Let us go over into the field there. When they are all alone, Cain hits his brother Abel. He hits him so hard that he kills him. Wasn't that a terrible thing for Cain to do? Even though Abel died, God still remembers him. Abel was good, and Jehovah never forgets a person like that. So one day Jehovah God... God, that makes me cringe. God. So one day Jehovah God will bring Abel back to life. At that time, Abel will never have to die. He will be able to live here on earth forever. Won't it be fine to get to know persons like Abel? But God is not pleased with persons like Cain. So after Cain killed his brother, God punished him by sending him far away from the rest of his family. Huh. I thought that Cain left willingly. When Cain went away to live in another part of the earth, he took with him one of his sisters and she became his wife. Yeah, I remember reading this. Oh. In time, Cain and his wife (laughs) began to have children. Other sons and daughters of Adam and Eve got married and they also had children. So there were many people on the earth. Let's learn about some of them. Okay, now, this is the first interesting bit that I'm I'm just now noticing. By the way, oh yeah, never mind. Um, I was going to ask Crate for questions but it looks like she's on it so never mind. Um, but, so, this is the first interesting uh, bit to me. Uh, they did not mention the curse of Cain. That's the the thing that Mormons use to justify hating black people for, like, a century, over a century. They didn't mention the curse of Cain. That's really interesting. Um, I wonder why they didn't mention that. It's basically saying... Okay, so the Curse of Cain is where... Get away, kitty. I don't know if you guys can hear that cat meowing. So the... Get away, kitty, go! So the uh, the Curse of Cain is where, I guess, Cain uh, was cursed so that food would not like grow out of the ground. Like, plants wouldn't grow out of the ground for him or whatever. And everybody would shun him or whatever. And Cain said, this is too harsh. Please don't do this, blah, blah, blah. And then God left a mark on Cain so that people would know not to hurt him or something. Or not to kill him, not to kill him, sorry. And so Mormon's claim is that that mark was black skin. So any black people today have black skin because of the curse of Cain, so anyway that's yeah they did Jehovah's witnesses didn't mention this of course uh, when you think about it Jehovah's witnesses have been reasonably open-minded at least comparatively uh, toward race they've always wanted to draw the dividing line uh, between worldly people and Jehovah's witnesses not between black and white or or any other race like that they've they've Really been open-minded about it. So you got to give them credit where credit's due. <coughs> of course, Charles Taze Russell did famously say that black people's skin would turn white in the new system. Uh, so they did think that it was a negative thing at the time, I guess. But it was better than other groups. Okay, so that was the end of this one. It said... Um, Cain and his sister-wife also, uh, also had children. Soon there were many people on the earth. Let's learn about some of them. So this is the next part, a brave man. As the number of people began to increase on the earth, most of them did bad things like Cain. But one man was different. He is this man named Enoch. Enoch was a brave man. The people all around him were doing very bad things, but Enoch still kept on serving God. Do you know why those people back then did so many bad things? Well, think who caused Adam and Eve to disobey God and to eat the fruit that God said they should not eat. Yes, it was a bad angel. The Bible calls him Satan, and he's trying to get everyone to be bad. Okay, make note of that. That's really interesting. Do you know why these people back then did so many bad things? Well, think who caused Adam and Eve to disobey God and to eat the fruit that God said they should not eat. It was a bad angel, they say, huh? Okay. Um Let's just look that up, shall we? Let's see. Um I hope I can find the verse. Okay. Oh shoot. Genesis chapter one Get away, kitty, please. Go, shoo. He is meowing my ears off right now. Okay, let me just look here. Looking for the part... Um. Snake. No, can't find snake. Okay, let's look for Genesis 2. No? Really? Genesis 3? Serpent? Okay. Now, the serpent was more crafty than any of the animals... Any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman... Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. It doesn't say anything about a bad angel here. It does not mention an angel at all. It says the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. Nothing about Satan here. So Jehovah's Witnesses saying that it was a bad angel. It was Satan that tried to get everybody to be bad. He tried to get Eve to eat the apple or whatever the heck it was. Um eat the dragon fruit or whatever. Um that's just BS. It doesn't say Satan. Everybody just assumes it was Satan because it, you know, we know that animals don't talk today. We know that this is just a a fairy tale if we start embracing the idea that animals were running around talking. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting to me that they said that uh, that 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 it's an angel, that it was Satan who was uh, kind of taking the role of the serpent here because that that. Doesn't say that at all. Not even a little bit. Okay, it says, uh, one second. One day Jehovah God, (laughs) there's that cringiness again. One day Jehovah God had Enoch tell the people something they did not want to hear. It was this. (coughs) Sorry. God is someday going to destroy all the bad people. The people were probably very angry to hear this. They may even have tried to kill Enoch. Look at this probably, and may even have. I mean, it's just conjecture after conjecture. I mean, the whole thing is based on a fairy tale anyways. so it's just ridiculous. So Enoch needed to be very brave to tell the people about what God was going to do. God did not let Enoch live a long time among those bad people. Enoch lived to be only 365 years old. Why do we say only 365 years? This is almost comical. Because men in those days were much stronger than now and lived much longer. why wait, why Enoch's son Methuselah lived to be nine hundred sixty nine years old, and I think that's actually the oldest person listed in the Bible. <coughs> Methuselah, that is. I don't know. this whole thing is just a, a friggin joke to me anyway. Uh, Well, after Enoch died, the people just got worse and worse and worse. The Bible says that everything they thought about was bad all the time and that the earth became filled with violence. Do you know one of the reasons why there was so much trouble on the earth in those days? It's because Satan had a new way of getting the people to do bad things. A new way. Okay, let's find out. We will learn about this next. Giants in the Earth is the next section. I don't know. It's just so ridiculous the whole thing. Okay. We're on Giants in the Earth. Uh Craig, do you have questions for me?
1: Yes, I do. <clears throat> okay. Okay, so um let's start with uh Josh from uh YouTube. Okay. He wants to know Do you know what Jehovah's Witnesses think of ticks, you know, because blood transfusions?
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, Ticks, mosquitoes, things like that. (laughs) Additionally, the idea that you tilt your head back when you get a bloody nose and the blood goes into your stomach. Is that is that eating blood? Is that against the Bible? Um, The answer is yes, that is eating blood, and that is against the Bible, and mosquitoes transferring blood from person to person. That is not okay in in Jehovah's Witnesses' eyes, but what can they do? There's nothing really they can do about that, except use mosquito spray. I mean, nobody likes to get bit by ticks or mosquitoes, so... um, I mean, they don't... It's unintentional. It's like an unintentional sin, quote-unquote. You were not sinning. It wasn't a sin on your part, so they just live their lives like anybody else but that is on the back of their minds it was in the back of my mind at least when i was little so anyway got another
1: yep uh have you ever heard of the buddha field cult
0: buddha field cult yep i have not i've not heard of that one buddha field cult Hmm. no i haven't heard of that okay yeah i'll look
1: um this one is from rainy productions Mm. uh What's your opinion on BuzzFeed, and do you have any advice for newer channels?
0: BuzzFeed. um, I don't know a whole lot about, like, BuzzFeed, but I've heard that, like, nobody likes them. I know that they've done some shady stuff in the past and really, really pissed some people off. Um, especially people in my community, like Dark Matter does not like BuzzFeed. So, anyways, yeah, I don't know em- enough about them to really speak on it. I don't watch BuzzFeed. And I basically know not to believe anything they say. Let's put it that way. Um, I really
1: like their Unsolved program. Do you? Yeah, it's really good. Mm.
0: I, yeah, I I know that a lot of people really don't like BuzzFeed. That's about it. I haven't really done further research on them, so. Anyway, what I was doing something. What was the other thing I was doing um were, uh, were advice for me? newer channels oh yeah advice for newer channels that was it my advice is go into this expecting to never make a dime and never gain a single subscriber and don't ever stop no matter what get to the point where everybody else would quit and you keep going and eventually you will make it but if but the people who the people who aren't in this for honest reasons like just because they like to talk about this stuff or like to do youtube usually they don't survive it usually they don't make it through long enough to build a pretty good sized audience <clears throat> it's because it's so time consuming it's so difficult i mean this is a full time job For me, this is a full time job. Um, You know, making videos and communicating with people and building my brand and doing SEO and all the other good stuff that comes with this is hard work. Very time consuming. And if your heart isn't in this, then you will not make it. So, uh, but my heart is in it. I I love making videos and talking to people and, and doing all this stuff. It's fantastic to me. I I could not ask for a better situation. I'm just so happy that I get to do this for a job. So anyway, that would be my advice. Keep going and never, ever, ever stop. And don't expect to get anything out of it.
1: All right, Uh, do you have any advice for an atheist going to a Christian school? That's from PJ, the bohemian genealogist.
0: An atheist going to a Christian school. I would say you probably don't want to make waves. You don't want to make at least not too big of waves because you're kind of outnumbered there, right? And, um, yeah, you don't want to, like, upset people. You don't want to get under their skin too much because it's just going to make your life more difficult. Um, at this point in my life, personally, I'm kind of in a scorched earth kind of situation. I don't even care what people know about me or who knows it or, or whatever else, right? I mean, my mom knows I'm atheist. I don't give a shit. Um, there are some cases in which I'd rather keep my life private. Like, for example, I'd, like, I have clients, right? I have some like hosting clients and things like that, I'd rather they not know about my uh, my lack of belief, my atheism, if you will, because that would kind of damage any working relationship I have with them, uh, or or it could do that. So, anyways, I'm just really careful about what they know, but I do look forward to the time when I can. Just not have to hide that anything in my life. Just be who I am completely. Uh, that, that'll be nice. Anyway, got another?
1: Yep. Um, from Carol W., uh, do you ever see yourself being part of a religion again? And if not, will you keep researching them?
0: Definitely not. Um, I seriously doubt I will ever be part of a religion again. It's just... <clears throat> I don't know. I, I went through a little thing, I guess you could say, where I was kind of researching other religions with the intent of possibly joining one. Um, But I just lost interest, realized that it's all BS, and walked away from it completely. I really, really doubt I will ever join another religion. If I do... Then it's because my fear of death got the best of me, and I'm in my eighties or nineties, and I'm about to die, and you know I don't know that that would be my my guess if it ever did happen, but I doubt it will, so do you have another
1: yep, um, let's see um from Weston Campbell, could we expect a stream examining the Quran
0: mm, yeah, that would be interesting. I could probably do that um i haven't really done much on islam i've done a few things here and there um but I do find Islam pretty interesting uh One of my bigger issues with doing videos on Islam is the fact that um uh, they're actually really difficult to find videos on YouTube that I can use to debunk like i I was looking for a uh like a, a Muslim video on YouTube to debunk with Logic because we were planning on doing like a, you know, a collaboration together. <clears throat> and he's always done a lot of Islam material, right? But we could not find one. We could not find a video on Islam to debunk. It's ridiculous how difficult they are to find. I don't know why they're so hard to find. It's like Jehovah's Witnesses a little bit, I guess. They're just not... um. They're not big fans of spreading, uh, I don't know, they just like to be closed. They like to have a closed group, kind of. Any videos that Jehovah's Witnesses do are mostly for insiders, or they're, they're designed to be super uncontroversial, just appeal to everybody widely, um, you know, so they can be shown at the door but uh but yeah islam is is the same way they're they're really closed and they don't really do um they don't really do a lot of public videos uh, but anyway yeah you can probably expect that at some point do you have another
1: yep um from Minestro, uh will you review the young people ask article on jw.org cuz mm. she already called dibs
0: the Young People Ask article on JW dot org, huh? Yep. <laughs> well, let's just take a quick look at uh, some of the some of the the chapters here. So, for those of you who don't know, the Young People Ask book is um, it's uh, a book that Jehovah's Witnesses put out. That's designed to indoctrinate teenagers in their beliefs about sexuality and things like that. So you've got chapters like, what if I'm being pressured to have sex? I'm attracted to the same sex. Does that mean I'm gay? How can I keep my mind off sex? What if I'm addicted to pornography? How can I deal with sexual harassment? Am I ready to date? Am I ready for marriage? Is this person right for me? Should we break up? Part one and two, what should I know about sexting? Let's go there. It just says don't do it, I bet. No, it says what it is, what the consequences are, and what the Bible says about sexting. I wonder what the Bible says about sexting. I didn't know they had cell phones, smartphones back then when the Bible was written. Huh, the more you know, right? Knowing is half the battle. But anyway, yeah, and then they have a what would you do section. That seems pretty interesting. This this is really useful material to just kind of go through in a video and talk about. Be cyber savvy. Never take or send a photo of yourself that you wouldn't want your parents to see. Assume that any picture you send will be seen by others with or without your permission. Before deleting any explicit photo you receive, report it to an adult. Actually, those first two, that, that's pretty sound advice, right? Don't take a picture of yourself that you wouldn't want your parents to see and assume that any picture you send will be seen by others with or without your permission. That is quite true. You should assume that. So, fair advice. Uh, But yeah, I do intend to do some of these. This seems pretty interesting. Is homosexuality wrong? Growing up, one of the most difficult things I had to deal with was my attraction to others of the same sex. I used to think it was just a phase, but those feelings plague me still. David, 23. (coughs) David is a Christian who wants to please God. Can he do that while feeling attracted to those of the same sex? How does God really feel about homosexuality? The Bible mentions it in like six verses out of 23,000-something. I don't think he cares that much, honestly. What does the Bible say? Ugh, God this website pisses me off start to finish the whole website pisses me off anyway all right well let's move on to guests that was pretty interesting um so the first one i was going to bring on was manastro can you hear me
2: yeah can you hear me
0: i can hear you indeed how's it going
2: yay good
0: we don't we have we don't really talk very much do we um no I, I actually, can, I, I talked to you in one of the voice chats on here. You were playing music, weren't you?
2: Yeah, we talked for a little bit, but not yeah. for very
0: long. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. So what religion were you originally? Are you still religious? or? Uh,
2: I grew up non-denominational Christian.
0: Okay, so what was I, that like? like? What kind of rules did they have and, and stuff?
2: It was it was weird because my um when i was a kid when i was christian my dad was going to it was like a big church where they actually had a university he was studying to become a pastor right so i know i got treated better than most of the uh, most of the other kids right interesting
0: you got treated better than most of the others because your dad was like going to be a pastor or whatever i guess or
2: yeah, I got a little bit more privileges, like, hmm. more snacks during, more snacks, like, the kids.
0: Oh, I'm jealous. <laughs> Just,
2: like, worship time. Right? That's Just, interesting. Like, somebody would sneak me an extra bag of cookies.
0: Right. Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I was not really, like, in high standing in my congregation. Like, they weren't big fans of me or my family. They They kind of felt like we were bad Jehovah's Witnesses, which is interesting because... Really, we weren't. We were pretty good Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, they yeah. just I had this like... stigma. But you see, here's yeah. the problem. My mom used the word queer a lot. And she used that word in the context of like, well, that's weird. I mean, yeah. she, she was born in like the 50s. She used the word queer a lot. And it wasn't in a like gay or not gay context. So... But they had yeah. a really big problem with her using that word, so that's why they viewed us poorly. That and other things.
2: Well, I feel like being in high standing actually made it worse, because um, I ended up gay. And right. um, my dad's a current pastor, and he accepts me. He does. But he, he's told me before that he, like, he's not been told directly, but people talk.
0: Mm, of course, there's always going to be gossip and all that other junk. Yeah. So and how does you like how does the church feel about homosexuality more generally? Are they kind of anti-homosexuality or
2: they're the kind of people who say that they love and accept everybody but they don't? Right. They just have to because that's the area it is.
0: <clears throat> right. I understand. It's
2: like it's, it's in Washington state like on the west side. Right. So it's like It's a very liberal area, so you can't exactly speak out about it.
0: Right. Oh, that's pretty interesting. (coughs) Really? So you live in the Washington area, or you're used to at the very least, right?
2: I used to. I just um, moved out, and I'm with my grandmother now.
0: That's cool. Is that a good thing or a bad thing?
2: That's that's a really good thing. Um, I mostly moved away to get away from my mother. Right. So now I'm in a safer, better place.
0: Good. It sounds like things have, so, uh, kind of worked out then pretty well.
2: Yeah. And like I, it's cut, kind of, it's weird. I've only been here for like a month. But right. I feel very strange about some things. Like I like went to the store and I'm very used to having $10 a week to spend on food. Right. But now it's just like, she doesn't care. I just get what I need.
0: Right. Instead so of you you've had to be it. really careful up to now, and it's not really as much. Uh,
2: yeah, because my um my mom racked up a lot of credit card debt.
0: Mm, right.
2: And so I've kind of had to deal with the aftermath of that. Right. And she she just really did not like me as a person. Your mom for didn't. The things, yeah, for the things that I've messed
0: up with. Mm, yeah, that happens. I I know what you mean. Uh, my mom, I feel, liked me, and really loved me, or or maybe even loves. But my dad, it, it was a lot harder to tell. I don't know that he understands what the word means. So, I kind of understand where you're coming from with the, with all that. You know, kind of a confusing yeah. thing to go through. But, I um, think, yeah.
2: Yeah, I think my mom kind of loves me, but it's in her own selfish way. Mm, yeah, it's like she wants me to grow up and succeed but only because that will benefit her
0: right it's the same with my dad I know exactly what you mean yeah. it's yeah. really odd almost like to, <coughs> like it, it's something I really don't understand that mindset you know
2: yeah. um, I, I'm kind of unfortunate to understand it a little bit because I've been in kind of relationships like that Right. Or I, I didn't realize that I was that person. Right. So. I, really. I can, yeah, I can unfortunately see where she's coming from.
0: I, I. I don't know that I can see where, like, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Where you're, you're talking about like, um, how she's, she wants you to succeed only because it'll benefit her. Is that what you said? It was right. Yeah i I know what you mean, my dad is the exact same way legitimately, but I can't really get on board with the mindset. I have not been able to kind of connect with that mindset uh very well
2: i mean i I don't think I would say that i I connect with it. It's just more that I can realize it more because of the mistakes that I've made. right, well, the, so you can
0: understand it you you're, you' You yeah. don't connect with it, but you understand it. Yeah, okay, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I Like, when I left (coughs) my my house when I was younger, I just kind of walked away from everything. Just my dad and Jehovah's Witnesses and all of it and just never looked back. How old are you now? 17. No, okay. Uh, I imagine, yeah, I was about 17 when I walked away from all of it. Well, it was right on my 18th birthday when I left, actually, so...
2: I just really don't wanna leave my dad because I know that he's not happy in the relationship and mm-hmm. we're actually really good friends. Really. Good relationship and with him then, huh? Yeah. And I don't want to just kind of like leave him in the middle of the desert, you know? Right. Because he needs somebody there and if I leave then everything will go nice. down on him and I can't do that to
0: sure. him. Sure. That's really so. nice. So do you, did you say you still live in the same area as him, or is it in a different no. area?
2: I'm twenty five hundred miles away. <laughs>
0: that's a good long distance.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm in West Virginia. Sorry. How how far from West Virginia are you? Pretty far. Um,
2: I'm in Arizona.
0: Oh, in Arizona. Okay, that's that. Yeah, that's pretty far. Yeah. Huh. Twenty five hundred miles. Yeah. Jesus.
2: My excuse was college. Right. And college is actually a lot cheaper here. It's $8,000 in um, Washington, 3000 here.
0: That is a big difference, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a similar price in my area because, like, nobody is coming from out of state to go to a West Virginia school. But, yeah, uh, yeah it's it's a lot cheaper here, too, so I know exactly what you mean.
2: Mm. So when, are
0: you going to college then? where? When are you going? I
2: am. Uh, I'm going right now. I've been doing my classes and everything.
0: Uh, that's early. And, I I thought you wouldn't have been able to make it into college until next year. That's pretty cool.
2: Um, I um, I had some trouble with school. I I, I don't even think I got past sophomore year. So I just mm. there was a program in my area. I just dropped out, got my GED. Right. Then moved on.
0: I did the same was, thing. I actually dropped out, got my GED also.
2: Yeah, it was just, it was holding me back, and there was a lot of stigma around me because of some of the mistakes I made. Sure. And because, like, there were moments where I was kicked out of school, like, expelled just because I thought, they thought I may do something.
0: Really? Jesus. They
2: didn't actually know. Yeah, I was actually in a reformatory school Mm. when I was 13. It it got really bad.
0: Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, go on.
2: Yeah. I, I think they hated when I actually fixed up my act and oh. I actually tried, because then they have nobody to attack anymore.
0: Yeah, they were waiting for you to to mess up, and you yeah. just weren't really. I remember Interesting.
2: They, they got me because I had a screwdriver and a fork, said they could call they could call the police on me.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I got a lot of threats when I was younger that they were gonna like send me to the um the hospital in this area like the the juvenile facility in this area yeah um they they didn't end up doing that it was actually my dad threatening that but yeah he didn't end up sending me there but it it did loom over my head a lot and i don't know it just sucked
2: i was sent to juvie but that's because like my mom would like constantly scream at me she would just like, her face just would curl up and it'd get, like, so intense. Yeah. A little terrifying.
0: Yeah, then, yeah.
2: Like, one day I just messed up and I would just snapped and I attacked somebody. Right. Just because I couldn't take it anymore and I didn't understand. So, because I was too young to understand. You're not supposed to understand when you're 13 that yeah. your mom's...
0: Oh, no, I think I lost her. Uh I'm still connected, right? Are you there, Craig? Can you hear me?
1: Yep, you're good.
0: Okay, she disconnected. That's so super sad. Sad. Yeah. Well, we'll get her back on. That that was really interesting. Um, Shame she disconnected, though, but uh, no big deal. Anyway, so the next person... Oh, she said she's here. She
1: said, okay. yep.
0: Let's see if... Where is she? Uh, M. M for my... Okay, let me unmute. Server mute. Are you there? Can you hear me?
2: Sorry, I was moved to AFK.
0: Oh, no, it's fine. That's weird. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, so you were saying when you're 13, you shouldn't... I think that was the last word you said. Yeah. Shouldn't.
2: You shouldn't have to, like, look at, like, your parents and think that, like, they're just awful human beings. Because that's who you look up to.
0: Yep. Yep, I 100% understand what you mean. Um, It was this weird struggle for me like trying to figure out if my if my mom was crazy or if my dad was crazy like they were playing me off of each other and it was just like an ugly mess so i hated both of them at different times throughout my my young teen years uh, for different reasons so i i totally know what you mean
2: my dad wasn't there for a good year, they had mm. separated, and right. he only came back when I tried to kill myself.
0: Mm. Uh, well, how old which, were you then?
2: Twelve.
0: No, oh, okay. And
2: he was like, and th- that's actually when I started to actually get to know him and talk to him. Because before, right. he was just kind of obsessed with becoming a pastor, mm. but then watching me almost die kind of. I think it kind of changed his mind about his priorities.
0: Well, good, right? Yeah. I mean, that's good.
2: I mean, they had to take me taking a bottle of pills and puking all over the ER room. Yeah. <laughs> but.
0: Jesus. It is what it is. It, it is, yeah. It is and what it I is. But I guess
2: I'm better for it anyways.
0: Yep. Well, that's good. I mean, that, that that's pretty interesting. Yeah. I'm glad that things ended up working out for the best, yeah. though, and that you're, you're still on good terms with your dad. That's really good to hear. But. I appreciate you coming on yeah. and talking to me and maybe we'll get to talk again sometime soon, okay?
2: I mean hopefully yeah. Okay,
0: okay I'll talk to All you right. I'll talk to you later <laughs> on anyways, either way, just on the Discord. Okay. Alrighty. Yeah. Bye.
2: Talk to you later.
0: Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Um It is a shame when you have to deal with uh with that mindset, not really just Parents are people who you're supposed to be able to love and respect and trust. And I did not have that for my parents. On some level, you know, I did respect and trust my mom. I did. She was an okay mom. But the moment I left the religion, she just disappeared on me. My dad knew how to be an okay dad, but he was not an okay dad usually, so I don't know. Either way, it's over now, so we will move on with our lives and and make sure that the next generation has a better life, right? Okay. Uh the next person with whom I wanted to speak was Witherskelly. Are you there? Can you hear me?
3: Yeah, um, can you hear me this
0: time? I can. How's it going?
3: Uh, yeah, sorry about last time. Oh, it no. was um um hold on the button to speak.
0: Right. And I forgot. Oh, no, it's fine. No problem. So, how's it going? Yeah, I'm all right. Not bad. Yeah. That's good. So, tell me, uh, what religion were you originally? Are you still religious or um not anymore. I was Christian. Okay. What kind of Christian?
3: Um, I'm not completely
0: sure. I not sure? Think. Just kind of like a general good. non-denominational kind of thing?
3: I, I don't know. I think it might have been
0: Lutheran. I don't know. Okay.
3: Interesting. I didn't really pay much attention.
0: Right. So what got you to kind of move out of it?
3: Well, the thing was, the main reason I was really even into it at all was uh, I was kind of Uh, afraid of not
0: existing. Mm, Yeah, I hear that. I totally understand Uh, that. But once
3: I started looking deeper into it, it's like, yeah, it's it's not something I believe in.
0: Right. Yeah. I've had a a pretty big problem with kind of coming to terms with my mortality, I guess you could say. Um, Mm -hmm. Not a big fan of the fact that I'm going to die one day. Generally I just try to like ignore that. Just don't even think about it. You know what I mean? Just kind of every time that pops into my head, I just kind of think of something else cuz that's going to bother me an awful lot if I let it get to me. So, you're yeah. so you're saying that you were religious for that uh, for that time because you were worried about not uh, worried about dying? Is that fair to say or
3: Yeah, pretty much.
0: So, what is it that, that like, do you not fear that anymore as much, or?
3: I don't know, it just all seems silly now.
0: Mm. Yeah. I mean, even if you do, even if you do fear it, which I'm sure both of us probably do. It just seems silly at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on the but same I, page. Like,
3: the thing is,
0: um, I recently also came out as trans wait do we say that one more time i missed it Everything came out as trans oh you came out as trans okay yeah how's that gone pretty well um, or pretty poorly Pretty
3: good um the only real uh issue was my grandma was pretty iffy about it mm. but how so um, well she just didn't understand it and mm. she said she hated me
0: really yeah wow man that sucks but,
3: like, um, a while ago, she was actually being rather good about it. Mm. And, unfortunately, she died soon after. Mm.
0: That is a shame. So, things were going pretty well, and then she died shortly after that? Yeah. Well, at least things kind of picked up near the end, right? Yeah. I mean, as much as it sucks that that whole situation went down... Um, mm mm-hmm at least she was kind of open about it or open you know open towards you and 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 okay with it for the most part yeah so how long ago did all that happen
3: like a few weeks ago
0: oh really it's been that recent huh yeah Mm.
3: i only just came out like beginning of the year
0: okay like january february yeah That's crazy. Well, I'm glad to hear that things seem to be going well, and and I I'm I actually did. surprised that it that it apparently it went as well as it did, right? Yeah, I'm surprised too, because it could have gone a really lot just, worse.
3: I only just really um was able to even realize um that I like this because I I gave up my religion because for the most part it was kind of holding me back.
0: Yeah. So the religion was holding you back, you say? Yeah. yeah I mean, sure. I had
3: the feelings, but I didn't really get them.
0: Yeah. So now you can move on and progress in your life and, and not have to worry about what some ridiculous god wants you to do or not do, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's been really nice that they accept me as trans, but like, I'm kind of worried about the atheist thing.
0: Yeah, how's that?
3: Like, um, we had went to Pride Fest, and I noticed this um, this booth of like a uh, hundred like great atheists or something like that. Right. And I saw my dad buy it, and I'm not sure if he understood what it was about. So I talked to him about it, and he said, um, that "I could be whatever I wanted, as long as I believed in God." And really. And he said no.
0: Wow. So he's okay with you being trans. Yeah. But not okay with you being atheist. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Like, what? where is this cognitive dissonance coming from? That is insane. Oh, I don't know. Oh, man. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, at least he's okay with you being trans. I mean, that's a plus. Yeah. But wow, man, that is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, all right, well, I appreciate you coming on. Um, I'm going to have to move on to the next person. That was pretty interesting, though. That yeah, um, was great. Yeah, maybe we'll talk again, okay? Okay. All right, bye. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Um, I don't know. It's like some people are so progressive in some ways and then just so regressive in other ways. It's just ridiculous. Okay, the next person I wanted to speak to was Sully. Are you there, Sully? Can you hear me? Testing. Are you? Are you there? No. Darth Imperius. No. Okay. I'll just mute you for the moment. Uh. Great. Do you have some questions for me?
1: Yeah. One sec. Sure. Um. All right. <clears throat> so. <laughs> this is kind of a silly question but uh colin reed i live less than 200 feet from a kingdom hall can i Mm. petition to have it fucking bulldozed
0: you can petition for that but it won't do any good (laughs) um you know honestly like it is a propaganda mill it's just like everything that comes out of there is complete garbage and poisonous and harmful to people's lives but the people in there for the most part are 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 decent people they're they're mostly decent people um that's why i've always been in favor of um not trolling them really just being nice to them you know because i was jehovah's witness at one point i knocked on doors and all that but um anyways yeah uh, we just have to change their minds we have to get we have to get in there and change their minds make them realize what kind of poison they're in that's all but anyway, you got another?
1: Yep. Uh, this is more of a fun fact. <laughs> okay. Um, this is from Treble Chemist. Uh, it said, thought you might want to hear, I live in a town that got hit hard by Florence. Mm. Uh, when it cleared a bit, my dad and I drove around to help people, and the local kingdom hall was damaged moderately badly.
0: Oh, man. That's interesting. So I
1: guess God was fighting against them.
0: Yeah, yeah. So here's something interesting about like the Kingdom Hall, Jehovah's Witnesses, so on. Um, Jehovah's Witnesses will only ever repair their own buildings or help their own people. They will not go out and help other people. They won't um, volunteer their time or money to help others, Uh, which is interesting to me. They will only ever help other Jehovah's Witnesses. So when uh, Hurricane Katrina was going on, or right after Hurricane Katrina, I remember them having... And I've mentioned this on my channel once before, I think, but... I remember them like having a big sign-up sheet for people to sign up and go to these uh, disaster areas like Louisiana and New Orleans and all that good stuff. And uh, the Kingdom Hall itself was going to pay for these people, for the the members of the congregation to fly there and help clean up and all that stuff. And I was like, that's a really noble goal. That's really good of them to help the community like that. But come to find out, they were only flying there to repair kingdom halls and or the houses of the members, the baptized members of the kingdom halls they were repairing, they were not helping regular people, only other Jehovah's witnesses that's the kind of thing you find uh from the Watchtower society is they are guarded they don't if you're from the world, you can go fuck yourself pretty much like they don't want anything to do with you, they think you're poisonous um they don't want to be near you in case Satan rubs off on them. So anyway, um, yeah, it's kind of messed up, but do you have one more question?
1: Yeah. Uh, this is, this has a fun story attached to it on your end. Uh, did the salvation army growling come before or after being disfellowshipped?
0: (laughs) Um, that was after actually my, my good buddy, David, um, He went to my kingdom hall when I was younger. David did. I'm not sure which story you're thinking of, but I'm going to tell my own story about it uh, and go from there. Yeah, David, uh, really, really close friend of mine. He went to my kingdom hall when we were both younger. We were both probably... I think we were eight when I first moved into that kingdom hall. And then, like, six months later, he moved out of that kingdom hall and into another. But eventually, he ended up coming... Uh, back and hanging out and we became really close friends and we have been close friends ever since and um, now he lives in Montana I live in West Virginia but we still talk every day but anyway he um, where was I going with this Um, hang on I gotta uh, gather my thoughts again what was the question again talking about
1: uh, did you growl at right. the Salvation Army before He's or
0: the, after? he David is the one who kind of started that whole growling bit. He and I were kind of troublemakers. We would spray we would spray axe body spray in a big ass smiley face on my van and light it on fire and then drive down the road with it burning and people you know, would see that and just be so fucking confused by it. It was really funny. We were just fools, you know? That's when we were both Jehovah's Witnesses and having a good time and hanging out. It was pretty fun. But anyway, (laughs) he was the one who growled at, uh, he started that for me. He he growled at the Salvation Army guys every time. And that's when I decided to teach it to Kylie. I thought it was pretty funny. But anyways, yeah, that's, uh, let's see, that's, it's been 59 minutes. I'm going to call You want one it, more? Yeah, go ahead. Give me one more.
1: All right. What happens if a Jehovah's Witness lives somewhere not near a kingdom hall?
0: They have to drive. Um No exceptions. Actually, there's an ex-staff member. He's retired staff now, Manelik. He had a girlfriend, or has, I think, a girlfriend who's Jehovah's Witness, but she lives in the middle of nowhere. And... um I think it's in the Netherlands or something. Well, anyway, she lives like an hour or something away from the nearest kingdom hall. You have to drive to the nearest kingdom hall. And that's one of the big issues with them, like closing down kingdom halls and moving people around is, uh, they will almost certainly move you to a kingdom hall. That's further away than the one that you were in in the first place, thus increasing your drive time. Um, decreasing the amount of time you have to yourself in your own life, increasing the amount of money you have to put out in gas, things like that, and, and it's really upset a lot of people. So, kind of messed up, but anyways, yeah. Appreciate you guys coming on, um, and I'll see you next week.